What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm Jeff Kinsbach. And I'm Patty. And we live and travel full-time in our RV. Mm-hmm. Now, recently, we've been traveling around the Great Lakes, mainly up the west coast of Michigan. Warren Dunes, Sagatuck, Holland, Silver Lake, Traverse City. Mm-hmm. You have an interesting story. You met somebody there that told you about bears. Yes, She was working in the grocery store. She was the cashier. And she told me that they live just south of there. Mm -hmm. And they're on some acreage and they have a webcam outside. And they have seen about eight different bears in the last 10 days. Wow. They can tell that they're different. You know, they're not the same. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Well, we were talking to Richard from The Plain Dealer. Great guy, great writer. And he asked us, he said, what would you rather have in your camp, bears or skunks? What would you pick? Oh, gosh, neither. But if Mm. I had to choose one, it would have to be a bear. I'd go with the bears. (laughs) From Traverse City, we went over the Mackinac Bridge into the UP, Munising, Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore. Oh, that was beautiful. It's fantastic. Yeah. You have to take the lake cruise in order to see the seashore and those rocks. Mm -hmm. The rock formations are just outstanding. Especially when the sun is going down and the sun is shining on them. Yeah. Beautiful. Our good friends Debbie and Dave, who live up there, just recently posted a little something on Facebook. The Northern Lights. Oh, I can't we believe it. Just missed we just the missed Northern it. Lights. Oh, darn it. That would have been cool to see. Yeah. Then we went to Sault Ste. Marie, Cedarville. Cedarville. That was fun. We met Stasha and Bill in Cedarville. Oh, did they have a story? Oh. Something happened to their RV. Yes. We'll tell you about it later in this podcast when we get to that topic. Yep. Because we are going to talk about things that people do. One thing that was really great we have not had any problems getting campsites, even on a moment's notice true mm-hmm. even over the fourth of july weekend yeah people tell us it's all due to the high cost of fuel which mm-hmm. we fully understand right they're staying closer to home if they can't you know you'll run into people uh, where are you from well we're just from 30 miles away or yeah. 40 miles away yeah and they'll just plan to do maybe one or two holiday weekends this year mm-hmm. maybe the fourth of july and labor day right or one or the other We're still seeing people who are new to RVing. Every once in a while, you hear the phrase, we're still new at this. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a common phrase. Yep. Like Donna and Dale. Mm -hmm. They're very new. But we've also seen folks who have been doing this for a long time and still make mistakes. Or you know what? Maybe they just don't have any camping etiquette. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big subject, too. Oh, yeah. Like the guy who backed his trailer in next to us in Sault Ste. Marie, way too close to us. Oh, my gosh. When he opened his slide, it was like we could touch each other out the window. And at a strange angle. Yeah. So, you know what? We thought this might be a good time for our... 10 rules for safe RVing. Yes. And it might be appropriate because we're going to have our old friends Susan and Eric on for a quick update later on. Now, Susan and Eric are from episode 20. And if you listen to that, that was about wild RV stories. And boy, did they have some wild stories. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we're going to have more (laughs) later on in this podcast. So stay tuned. (laughs) Oh, my God, what these people do. Oh. (laughs) Anyway. 10 rules for safe RVing. Mm -hmm. Number one, do your homework. 
don't buy the first RV you see. Right. You have to find the perfect one for yourself. Yeah, and the perfect style. You know, there's different kinds. Yep. There's trailers, and there's fifth wheels, and there's motorhomes. So. There's vans. There's yeah. everything you can imagine out there. Yeah. Take your time. That's right. And look at everything. Mm-hmm. And test drive everything. That's right. Test drive bumpy roads. <laughs> And freeways. Well, when we when we bought our first RV, we bought it. We didn't even drive it yet. No, we didn't. That's why we're telling you you should. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two, thoroughly learn everything. Don't show up at a camp and have no idea how to hook up your RV. We have seen that. Yeah. We've seen people go, well, I didn't know I need a sewer hose. <laughs> Here's a hint. If you're at a dealership and they're showing you things on the RV and how everything works, videotape it with your phone if you can that way you can look back on it and it makes a lot of sense yeah hopefully it'll help you then you right know? and a lot of people buy them used and they'll buy them from the owner mm-hmm. and you know they'll go over it and then sure. the next morning you wake up it's like oh my gosh i i forget how this works yep how does the inverter work right <laughs> yeah. right so if you can video it mm-hmm. third tip and you're big on this oh yes traveling too far in one day oh yeah and there's three rules to that Arrive at your destination by 3 p.m. Or don't drive more than 300 miles in one day. Or don't drive more than three hours. I think that if you're in a truck and you've got a fifth wheel you're pulling, you can certainly go more than three hours or more than 300 miles. Right. It all depends on your situation. Yeah, but I don't know, though, because we don't have a truck and a, and right. a trailer. We have a motorhome. We have a motorhome, and we know what our limit is. Right. And, and we can travel more than three hours. There's no doubt about that. Right. And some people with trailers, no problem at all. But there are people that we have met who have motorhomes that are really tough to drive. They have to have their hands on the wheel all the time, mm-hmm. and it wears them out Very fast. stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the same thing with pulling trailers. We've met a lot of people who've said, man, I'll tell you, this thing wiggles all over the road. Yeah. And if that's the case, maybe you need to really take that trailer in and find out what's going on with yeah. that, mm-hmm. because it shouldn't be doing that. Right. But on the other hand, if it's all over the road, uh, yeah, limit your driving to three hours. Right. Because it's going to tire you out. And most important, don't arrive late. Right. A lot of people, oh, they pull yeah. in the camp in the dark, and it's really difficult to pull into a space, and that's when accidents occur. Oh, yeah. So you got to be safe. You do. What's number four? Number four is not having a checklist. You've got to have a checklist. And you have to follow it. And follow it. Like we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the beginning, we didn't oh. have one. We thought, oh, we don't need a checklist. No, we can remember this. <laughs> we Guess sure what? needed it. We're not 20 anymore. Yeah. Our memory is not that good. Uh-huh. And then you forget to use the checklist. Yes. Or think, oh, yeah, I know it by heart. Uh-uh. We printed it out and we taped it next to the driver's seat. Right. And it really oh. does help. This is interesting. When we were in Las Vegas... And one morning I was running because I like to go out at the crack of dawn and run. And when it's kind of quiet out and somebody was leaving, one of his doors underneath was open Oh boy! as he's pulling out. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I couldn't get to him because he was too far away. Right. You know, if I was in a car, I could have maybe caught him. But I just felt so bad because, you know, he's there he goes taken off and he didn't do his checklist. He didn't walk around outside and check everything. Right. And there was one time when you almost pulled out of our camping spot and you didn't unplug the electric. <laughs> I know that was a close. Luckily, I saw it. And I know. The, the, that would have been a disaster. I know. He's got the RV running. He pulled the jacks up. 
I went outside to get the car or whatever, and I walked around, and it's like, hey, hey wait a minute. You're still plugged in. <laughs> I can't leave. <laughs> Water, sewer, electric antennas, satellite dishes. I've seen yeah. RVs driving down the road with their satellite dishes up. Yeah. And you know, they go under a bridge. Oh, yeah. Good chance that satellite dish is going to be toast and maybe do more damage. Right. And here's another thing. We were just recently in Frankenmuth, Michigan for the 4th of July. Mitch and Lori came in next to us. Very nice people we met. Mm -hmm. They were so fun. They were so nice. And he was pulling a fifth wheel with his pickup truck. And he pulled in and said, Where's my barbecue grill? Where's my barbecue grill? It wasn't on the back of his of his trailer. I don't he know. He said he strapped it on the back of the trailer. I don't know. So it's it like, gone. did somebody rip it off or oh, something? Who knows? Poor Mitch. Yeah. And that brings us to rule number five, not securing things oh, while driving yes, down the road. Right. Specifically inside. Yes. But even well, underneath, too, yes. you can have issues. Oh, yes. That happened mm-hmm. to us early on uh-huh. when we were driving and suddenly we hear a crash in the back luckily nothing broke and then the next thing you know a wine bottle it's rolls rolls up. down between the seats it's like we where did like, that come from <gasps> what idiots yeah oh my god thank goodness it didn't break so make sure you secure everything in your cupboards and your refrigerator yes Oh, the refrigerator. I finally bought those sticks, tension tension rods rods for my refrigerator because the refrigerator locks, which is fine. But then once you get somewhere and you open the refrigerator, everything falls out. Yeah, sometimes it does. Now, I did get some bins from Amazon. So I've got some bins in there, but I don't have everything in bins. So I got these tension rods. And then guess what? I forget to put the tension rods in and I get somewhere and it's like, oh my gosh, I forgot them again. (laughs) But now I think I'm finally remembering them because I'm tired of that happening. Number six, (laughs) not planning a route that is custom to your RV's height, weight, and size. Yeah, you better know exactly what your height is. Mm Mm-hmm. And your weight, because you can easily turn down a road and suddenly there's a bridge that's 10 feet tall and your RV is 12'6". That happens a lot. Yeah. There are certain apps that you can get. There's software that you can get that you enter in the size and the weight and the height of your RV and it will show you where to go and what routes to take yeah. safely. Right. You don't want to go over a bridge that says, hey, only two tons can go over this, and you're 15. Right. <laughs> but for me, though, <laughs> I don't use the GPS app all the time because, you know, really, when you think about it, trucks go everywhere. Famous so, last words. <laughs> so we were driving over to um, Jefferson, Ohio, and we were just almost getting to this RV park we were going to. Yeah, and had the directional on to yeah, turn left. Yep, yeah, getting ready to turn left. And this car was coming by and he stopped and he's like, don't go that way. This bridge was only like 10 feet tall. Says it's a low bridge. He says, you'll never get under that. So many RVs get stuck here. He <laughs> yeah. says, go straight, go up that way. Yeah, but see now, we would have seen that, but it would have been after we turned would then, have been a pain in the butt but then you around. see the sign yeah low bridge but mm-hmm. so thank goodness he caught us in time yeah and we, were we would have had around. to disconnect the car we would have yeah. had to find a place to turn around <laughs> yeah it would have been a pain in the butt yeah so it is important to have your gps app when you're doing that <laughs> all right number seven of our 10 rules for safe rving mm-hmm. 
stacking up without a spotter. Oh, yeah. Use a spotter. Have somebody get out of the truck or RV or whatever the situation is. Be safe. You don't want to run over utilities or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We use walkie-talkies, mm-hmm. so that really helps a lot. When you use them correctly, <laughs> she'll start talking and then push the button. Oh, I do not, really. So you hear, back up. And it's like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> oh, well. Number eight, maintaining your RV. Mm-hmm. You know, sanitizing the water system, tires, oil changes, transmission, leveling jack fluids. Yeah, it's important. Check mm-hmm. your tires for yeah. inflation. Yeah. That is one of the biggest problems that RVs have. Oh, yeah. Tire failure. Mm-hmm. Tires are weight rated and they're also speed rated. Mm-hmm. And most people have no clue. Yeah. And there's also some bad tires out there. You, you know, Don't scrimp on tires. Right. And don't scrimp on maintenance. Yep. It'll save you in the long run. Yeah. Number nine is a big one. Oh, it is. Plan financially. It's going to cost more than you think. It will. Estimate fuel costs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that costs us a oh, heck of a lot more. than. Gosh, when we started out, it was great. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. $2 a gallon. You know, we can do this. That's three times. Oh, man, it's tough. Oh. Plan your best routes. Uh-huh. Be careful with restaurants. It's so easy to go out to restaurants. And go out and, to eat all the time, uh, but boy, yeah, that adds it, up. That's tough. It is. Now, if you can afford restaurants, that's another thing. Yeah. But if you're on a budget, boy, that'll eat up a lot of your money. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a couple of drinks and, yeah. you know, some good food. And yeah. next thing you know, it's $100, yeah. over $100. And oh, yeah. Maybe start a spreadsheet and really track your costs so you know exactly where everything is going. Right. If you know your costs, that's going to help you in the long run. Yes. And what is number 10? Oh, be patient. Yes. Don't feel like you have to go fast, you know, Mm -hmm. just take your time getting places. Just remember, when you're in a hurry, that's when mistakes can happen. So take your time and be patient. There are our 10 rules for safe RVing. Uh Uh-huh. Now, before we get to Susan and Eric, we have another interesting story that we kind of alluded to earlier in the podcast. Right, about Stasha and Bill. Right, they had a little problem. Right, we met them in Cedarville, Michigan just recently. They were really nice. They were our neighbors, and they invited us over for a fire. We had a lot of fun and chit-chatted. But now they have a fifth wheel Mm -hmm. that they pull with a pickup truck. They have a beautiful spot on the water. But Stasha was telling us a story about how her sister had come to visit. The sister had gone in to use the bathroom. Now, with the fifth wheel, you walk in and you go up a few stairs to go to the master bedroom and to the bathroom. So when the sister came out, you know, a while later, Stasha went in and there was all this water coming down the stairs. Oh, yeah. It was like a waterfall. Oh, yeah. And the floor was getting soaking wet. (laughs) It was a disaster. Oh, well, here... For some reason, the toilet stuck. Well, the the pedal stuck or something because... A lot of the toilets on RVs use pedals. You push on the pedal and it kind of fills the bowl. You push all the way down and the toilet will flush. Mm -hmm. Somehow, this toilet got stuck on filling the bowl. Yeah, so when it was filling the bowl back up, it didn't stop. It just overflowed. Yeah, so it just kept coming out. And and she didn't realize it when she walked out. Yeah. 
and presto, you have one huge problem. Well, they didn't have to fix it. I guess they just kind of reset it and it was fine after that. So It was, but boy, what a mess cleaning up all that water, huh? And this is a good example of when you have a guest on an RV, make sure you tell that guest how the toilet works. That's right. How everything works. <laughs> Very important. Aww. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And speaking how funny things happen, we want to update you with our good friends Susan and Eric, who we originally met in Yuma, Arizona, and then kind of reconnected with them when we were in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we sat down with them and did a podcast, and they told us all these things that had happened to them as they were RVing. Right. That was episode 20. And that involves the refrigerator falling over while they were going around a curve, and all this stuff falling out of the refrigerator, and just all sorts of things. only one of their things. So we... (laughs) kind of worry about them a little bit i know and we want to get an update with them this is susan's rv she has a motorhome that's got to be what about 43 feet Mm -hmm. it's big a diesel and she drives it she takes care of it she does everything she She does does. it all by herself she's incredible she's amazing so they're here with us and we just wanted to catch up a little bit oh it's great to see you guys again (laughs) well welcome to our podcast again thank you nice to see you guys hey great to see you it's beautiful here in ohio huh oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) Well, the one thing is, we've got plenty of water here in Ohio. Yeah. What a difference. You can wash your car. Yeah. We're out west. They wouldn't even let you wash your car. No, no. That's a no-no out west. Mm -hmm. Our Great Lakes will be an asset always for the future. Well, the last time we saw you guys was in Las Vegas. There were so many stories that you told. And then you guys left Vegas. Where did you guys go? Where'd you end up going next? Stopped in Colorado, right? Was that Colorado first? Well, we left Vegas, went up through Utah. And uh, Utah was beautiful. All just colors exploding in the mountains. And Well, I know along the way, you had a little mishap. You got locked out. Oh, right? <laughs> oh yeah. We stopped for pictures. And as we were outside taking pictures... On the side of the road? On the side of the road. Uh There was a pull-off, though. Okay. Just on the side of the road. There was an actual pull-off. Yeah. I think you decided to go back and get your hat. It was 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 windy. You had to take the hat off. Mm -hmm. It was real windy. Okay. So when he put the hat back in and closed the door, the door needed adjustment, I will admit. But when he shut the door, the wind kind of took it and the lock shut as he shut the door that lock came down a latch came down oh no so there we were on the side of the highway locked out of the RV people going by at 70 (laughs) and it's windy it's real windy when we pulled over to take the photos because it was so breathtaking I noticed a bumper laying there car bumper car Uh bumper Uh I'm like okay so you know I moved it away toward the edge of the bluff so Mm -hmm. I could see other orange barrels laying down in this gully I'm like oh this must be where it goes so I left it there once we got locked out, I tried climbing up the tire, but I couldn't do it, and I couldn't boost Sue, and she wasn't going to boost me. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed the bumper and dragged it back over there and then climbed up. Well, you know, you went through. I yeah, I couldn't get up on it. So you climbed up the bumper. 
to get into the window. I climbed up the bumper to get out of the tire, tire. tire to get up to into get the, the window. window because last time we did it, yeah. somebody boosted me and the my rib cage got stuck on the window frame and I broke my rib. Oh, oh my no. gosh! So this yeah. time we tried it a new way and I just stepped up and got onto the tire and then and then I dragged it back over toward the edge of the thing for the next person that got <laughs> oh locked out. Oh my right. gosh! Exactly. That's, yeah. that's, that's why it's here. You know, well, thank really goodness that was you. there. Right. Oh. Well, it was good that I left the window. Unlocked. I always try to leave one of the my window unlocked because we do this, mm -hmm. and we're looking all around the RV or like where do we hide the outside key? That's a tough call. I'm like, got the keys. <laughs> uh oh. So we were leaving yesterday, and we got into the car and go, oh, I forgot to get something. And I go, let me have the keys. And she's like, I don't think I locked the door. Yeah. And I'm like, don't oh, walk that's not right like in. you. And walk. <laughs> door opens up. I'm like, oh. But you know what? <laughs> that I'm be is... checking my doors now. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good tip. And that is, if you have an RV, doesn't matter if you're living in it or traveling in it or whatever, you really should have an extra key in case you get locked out or something happens to your keys. And you got to have it hidden somewhere. Well, and I did. So I had one in our outside TV cabinet. Oh, you shouldn't oh. tell anybody that. Oh, it's okay. It's not there anymore. Oh, I'll okay. put it back there because, but when my e-bike got stolen, uh -huh. I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. if they can steal that and I heard nothing, they yeah. could have easily opened up that cabinet and found my key. It's, right. you know, not really yeah. hide it. Well, that was one thing about the e-bike too. You had that chained. Chained. My chained God. and they cut the chain. And oh, oh, that's wasted awful. Wasted how do you lock up an e-bike now? I know now. I bought one that folds in half, and mm -hmm. I put it in the bed of my truck mm -hmm. and lock it up. Right. Yeah, they're not getting this one. Yeah. To get that in the bed of the truck. Oh, God. <laughs> it locks. You're going to break in my truck? Like yeah. It's got a kryptonite lock on it. Those are the best locks for Yeah. I use a Glock. <laughs> well, I got to say you. something. Speaking of locking the door, I have to tell this story. Now, this was just a couple weeks ago. We just got this brand new RV, right? Now, when we went out, we get in the car and I said, wait a minute, I forgot something. I had to go back in for something. And we, I came out, went to the car and we left, right? We were gone for a couple hours. We come back and, you know, Jeff's looking for the keys and it's like, where are the keys? Where's the keys? Yeah, usually we put them right between the driver and passenger seat in the cup there. I left him in the door. Oh, in the door on the outside. So anybody can get in in the new one? Yes. Brand new RV. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe oh. I did that. That's only as bad if you see it driving past you. I know. Oh, hey, my God. That looks like ours. Oh, right? That looks just like ours. Oh, no. I couldn't believe it. That's your heart drop. <laughs> and you were gone for a couple of hours? Yeah. Oh, holy oh, cow. Yeah. He was about ready to kill me. <laughs> Even with keys, it's hard to leave your rig for more than a couple hours because everything you own is inside of I them. I know. So it's hard You're right to about take that. your way from and my home. My friend asked me the other day, like, how do you feel leaving it? And I'm like, it freaks me out. Like, yeah. When yeah. we were in Vegas, we went to a hotel for a couple of days. Yeah. I went back. Then I, like, we checked in at four o'clock. I was back the next morning. I'm like, I'm go get some food. And yeah. go, you know, it just I was know. weird. It's hard. It's hard to leave it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, you also stopped in Indiana, I think, for service, right? Yes, we did. Uh-oh. So what happened? Last summer, we were here in Ohio, and my awning was retracted, but there were 80-mile-an-hour winds on Avon Lake one day in mm -hmm. a storm, and it took my guide rails off. Oh, my god! Which I didn't realize. So mm -hmm. the next day, I 
went to put the awning out, and as it was going out, the whole thing just fell (gasps) into the RV and scratched it all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. When we went back in September, the awning hadn't come in yet. And he said, you know, could be two weeks, could be two months, but probably spring. So I'm like, all right, we're just going to go without it. Mm -hmm. Of course, like, we got to... Two weeks into the trip, and they said, "All right, drawings here." Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hold it now? Oh. Where was your favorite place on this last trip? You were all over the West and traveled all over the Southwest. What was your favorite place? I really loved the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that was amazing to me. I mean, you know, being from Ohio, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Did you go to the southern part of the Grand Canyon? We went to the western rim. Okay. So we did a skywalk where you walk oh, out yes. over it and you can look down oh. like you're standing over nothing. Wow. I need to do that one of these yeah, days. That was neat. I yeah. really wanted to zip line, but it wasn't open yet. Yeah. <laughs> what right. could possibly go wrong? Right? That's where it was like, are you insane? Mm-hmm. Did you see the Cadillac Ranch on your way back? Yes, we, we did. did. I thought that was super cool. Right outside of Amarillo, Texas. Yeah. I think for me, I, I really enjoyed St. Louis because of the, the, the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, the arch was a, a, it's still a phenomenal uh, yeah. structure. And did you go in the arch? Yes, we did. Susan, you're shaking her head. What? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it again. It was a once in a lifetime kind of thing. It's Bucket real cramped, list, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real cramped. What is it, an Space elevator shuttle. that goes up there? It's like a little pod, but it swings as it goes oh. up. Cause, you know, it's adjusting. As it goes oh, up there. Weird. Okay. Yeah, it didn't take as long as I thought, so that yeah. wasn't so bad. Uh huh. Did you guys do the tram in Palm Springs? Yes. Yes, that we did was that. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was that awesome. Too. I slid down a mountain there. Oh, oh my god. Oh, you did. Did you see? If you walked all the way up, they had little disc sleds you could right. use. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, I guess everything is good. We just wanted to check in and find out how everything was going. Got back with no issues at all. That's Her good. Hairs went well. Mm-hmm. We're settling in for the summer, booking spots. Sue's already booked spots until August, maybe. I'm good till end of August. Oh, good for you. Um, I'm staying at a winery for a week. In Vermilion, or right? Then there's another membership I belong to in Ohio that has a couple on Ohio and then a couple down the East Coast. That's Wally World. Mm-hmm. Son of Mohican River. Wally yeah, World. Spot on the river when they see tomorrow. her coming, they raise the red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's not fair. I've had so many issues there, but they're not my fault. Like, so the first time we pulled in at night. At we Wally World. At Wally World. Okay, what we happened? We didn't really know the campground. Uh-huh. You know, you go get your paperwork. We were looking, trying to find our spot, and we pull in, and all of a sudden the tires are spinning. Missed a spot. Missed, now we're in between two spots, I think, is where we end up trying to park. So we got stuck in the mud. <laughs> probably midnight. Oh. So we just like, we'll just sleep here, and we'll figure it out in the morning. Oh. So we stopped. We're halfway. And it wasn't crowded yet. It wasn't season yet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we get up in the morning, the guys are knocking on the door. <laughs> hey, you want us to try and pull you out? I'm like, yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> so, they got their little bobcat thing and pulled us out. Yeah. Then the next time, before they figured out what was going on with my electrical on my rig, we kept blowing out their electrical posts and oh. the ground. Oh, no. Like, it was frying them. Wow. Oh, no. So they moved us to a 50 amp. Those are 30 amp spots. So they moved us to a 50 amp, and my son had graduated that day. So I left. So I come back, and he goes, wow, you know, there's a lot of water underneath the rig. It's I don't know what's where it's leaking from. So I go up under there, and it looked like it could be coming down, but it was from the, where the leveler was. Mm-hmm. And 
as I'm looking, I'm like, the, the leveler's totally dry. It's coming up from under the ground. We broke their water main. Our <gasps> leveler set right on the wrong spot. Oh, oh. what are the chances? And it's PVC pipe. I don't think it was done. Memorial deep Day enough. weekend. Oh, oh no. Yeah. And the guy, the guy <coughs> that had the river spot in front of me, uh-huh. he came marching over and he's like, I got a lake going on down. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just got back and I just figured out what's going on. I'm going to go tell him. But. But yeah, so when the, the maintenance guy goes, yeah, when we, when we see you coming, we all do this. <laughs> That's a sign of the cross. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Susan and Eric, oh. I want to wish you safe travels and yes. stay in touch with us because you guys are never, ever boring. Yeah. We will, uh, we'll probably see you in Florida in the winter. Yeah. Oh, probably. And we're getting better at this, and things are getting easier. But, you know, it's like life. You never know what's going to happen. Sometimes you could just be sitting there and something will happen. Like Sue was sitting there and somebody comes banging on the door. Hey, can you watch my 90-year-old mother while I run to the hospital? My husband's having a heart attack. She's like, okay. And then she looks out the window. He's driving. He's having a heart attack and he's driving away. She's trying to call places they could drive to. So then they come back a couple hours later and he's still driving. Oh, my (laughs) I I think they just wanted you to babysit their mom. Oh, (laughs) that would be funny. Who'd say no, right? Right. I got to go out for my husband. I need a date. She was wandering (laughs) off. Sue's running after. And she's just walking a dog. Take it easy. I didn't see the dog. Yeah, I went flying out the door. Because some older people wander yes. and I didn't we really didn't have time to talk about and I right. gave took dinner over and took her dessert yeah but yeah I, I had seen her from my dinette like going off it looked to me like she was going to go off down the road uh-huh. she was just letting the poor little dog out oh, and you ran down. so I came flying out and as I saw the dog then I kind of slowed down like hey how you doing <laughs> Sue made one of her delicious apple pies, and we've got a couple of slices for you guys who'd like to bring over. You're going to love this apple pie. Oh, my wow. God. thinking about That's... trying to sell them at the campgrounds. That'll be our next venture. Try to get in the campground stores with items that we make on mm-hmm. the road, uh-huh. and products that we carry. Well, I'm turning the mics off now. I want that pie. <laughs> right. Pie <laughs> time. Yeah. Thanks again, guys. God oh, bless. Safe travels. And as we say in the RV world, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> or oh crap. Right. Uh-oh, or worse. Uh, or worse. Son going one time he's like, "Come on, all right, he's, um, he's backing me in first time. All right, all right, all right. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a good sequence. Oh, and I no. look out my rear mirror and the waters. I ran over the water spig of waters. <gasps> oh my god. No. Oh, oh my man. god. So yeah, I called the camp people. Super nice guy goes. People do it all the time. Be down fifteen minutes with the parts. <laughs> uh oh. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Great stuff. So glad we ran into you again. Well, there you have Susan and Eric. Great folks with even greater stories. Oh, I know. All of which are totally true. Oh yeah. I'll tell you, they're never boring. Nope. Hey, don't forget to follow us on our website, rockingthervlife.com. I added something new to it, Jeff. What you got? Well. 
we have an Amazon storefront now. So you just go to the website and at the top menu, just click on Amazon. It takes you to our storefront. And we have things in there that we recommend you could buy if you're looking for certain things. And it's it's the stuff that we've bought right. that we use, you know, for this RVing or for whatever. Yeah, a lot of accessories and gear that yeah. kind of make things easier for us. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. they'll help you out too. Yeah. We always get asked by people, hey, where did you get that? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Right. Now we earn a, just a tiny commission on that. Right. Not much, but it's not going to change the price. You're going to pay the same price whether you get it on our storefront or just through Amazon. Mm -hmm. So check it out if you get a chance. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Once again, thank you very much for your support, and we'll see you next week for another episode. Yep, we will. And Jeff, I want to see you now, because we've got some cleaning out to do of the storage bins underneath here. Oh, all that stuff, tools, we need that stuff. You don't need all that. Well, what about the stuff in the bathroom? What about it? All your stuff there, the blow dryers, mirrors, and... I need that stuff. It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.